0: I've tried so hard to forget, but memory is a stubborn thing. Memories linger no matter what I do. They're there all the time, and worse. Even my dreams aren't safe. I have vicious nightmares, and they're real. Too real. And suddenly, I'm back there. I can't will them away. I can't squeeze them away. And the more I try, the more they burrow in my head. I want to cut open my skull and dig my fingers into my brain and just pull them out. I press the call nurse button. This place, this room, it's no better than a white coffin. Sometimes I feel like the walls are closing in on me and I have to remind myself nothing's moving. Nothing at all. Breathe, I tell myself. Just breathe. A nurse enters. She's got skin the color of rich walnut. She says, It's late. You should be asleep. I can't. She tilts her head knowing it's a lie. The truth is, I don't want to. Can I have some coffee? You've got to sleep sometime, honey. She walks over and gently grasps my bandaged hand. Do you want me to stay with you a while? Usually my mom is with me, but she must have had to run home. Reduced to a little girl, I nod. I close my eyes, but my mind runs and runs. Tubes and fluids enter my body, but there's nothing to stop the anxiety. My heart pounds and sometimes I fear I'm on the cusp of crossing into whatever lies on the other side of SANE. Being in the hospital makes it harder. The white walls and sick people only remind me that I'm so far from normal. My mom's apartment in Los Angeles is less than five miles away, but it might as well be a million. The nurse, staff, doctors, everyone, they all know me for one thing, the thing that will define me for the rest of my life. I am a survivor the only survivor of Air Brazil, the plane that crashed in the Amazon jungle carrying 134 passengers, 37 of them students, teachers, and chaperones from Riverdale Academy High. I used to hear about plane crashes and wondered how the victims felt in the seconds before impact, wondered what it was like to know you were about to die. Now I know, and I'd give anything not to. I knew those people from school, every single one. They aren't faceless names, They are people, and they are dead. The counselor didn't help either. She told me not to feel guilty. Survivor's guilt, she called it. She warned I could expect to be angry and sad. I could expect to be confused. I wanted to tell her I was angry and sad and confused long before I got onto that plane. My counselor told me to write my story down. By writing, I can make sense of all that happened. I keep thinking if I remember everything the way I need to, that the memories will fade away that I can accept what happened. I can accept that I survived and everyone else died. The laptop on my nightstand is waiting for me. I'm scared to touch it. I was dead to the world, and when I came to, I was drowning. Water gushed into my mouth, and I was tumbling, flailing, not knowing what end was up or down. I heard the sounds of screaming and the roaring of water and the nothingness. Coming up for air, I held something, something rectangular. The seat cushion I was holding kept me afloat. I was in a river, and I didn't know why. I kicked and kicked, and it made no difference. I never believed in God, an all-powerful being that allowed so many horrible things to happen, but as I saw the rocks up ahead, I prayed. The current sped faster, churning like boiling water, and I thought I was going to die. I was seventeen, and I was going to die. All the time wasted, all the things I never got to do. I had one thought over and over. I don't want to die. Someone else, but not me. I held onto that seat cushion for dear life and plunged into the rapids. I was a human ragdoll. The torrent sucked me into a watery hell and I couldn't breathe. My eyes shut, mouth shut, face tight against the murk, willing everything to stop. I couldn't breathe. I started to panic. Someone else, but not me. I needed air. My body screamed for it, and I opened my mouth about to take in water when I bubbled up to the surface and gasped. As quickly as I was brought above, I was taken under again. I slammed against rocks and buried my face deeper into the cushion. I saw nothing, heard nothing, and imagined I was in a womb. I could only wait for the terror to pass. There was no outlet. My fear was so deep and tangible I couldn't scream.